0: Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I'm Jason Grubb with Rick Stevenson. We're just about three weeks out from the start of the CrossFit Games. Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I know we took a little break last week, uh, had a little 4th of
1: July holiday mixed in there and decided to uh, train a little more and do our homework and uh, get ready for another good show.
0: So hanging in there, staying healthy. (laughs) I think the interesting thing was that with uh, the 4th of July on a Tuesday, we've gotten into a habit of recording on Tuesdays. And I think it was Tuesday. All of a sudden, we're both like, hey, it's 4th of July. See you next week. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. It just worked yeah. out just fine. You, know, you know what I'm doing right now? I'm watching fireworks. So that's a <laughs> yeah. very good idea. <laughs> I have, Let's just I roll have, forward a week. Totally. Well, we've got a great interview today with Pat Sprague, which we want to get to fairly quickly here. But really quick, there were just a couple of news items. Um, Rick, why don't you kick us off with the first news item? Um, simply, I think for uh, as far as Masters uh, community
1: yep. is concerned, um, they did release the scoring tables. Um, for not only individuals and teams, but for age groups as well, boy, it can't get any simpler. Uh, when you have a field of 10 athletes, uh, it's going to be uh, scored. They will be scored just like they were last year, 100 points for first place. So I'm down to 10 points for 10th place or um, any remaining athletes. Like if you have a field of eight or nine by that point, um, your uh, last place finisher will receive uh, 20 or 30 Thirty points, but um, I know there's uh, probably a little bit more controversy in the um, individual and team side because of the cuts that were announced, and that does change the scoring table each time there is a cut. Uh, but for our community, uh, for who are uh, who we're talking to right now, pretty simple, very straightforward, and I wish you know. It's not going to be hard for you there.
0: Well, it's it's a blessing and a curse um, in a sense. With only ten athletes, the scoring table is really easy. Uh, the challenge is if you lose two events, you know you're really losing—not uh, lose two events, but if you if you place second, third, fourth, fifth in in a few events, mm-hmm. you really lose a lot of points there. Um, where when we have a larger field and the point table isn't quite as spread out, you can take a second place in an event and it's not that big of a deal. Um, so. Uh, we've, we're used to this. I This will be my fifth CrossFit Games and my third CrossFit Games with a field of 10. So fairly predictable, understandable that this is the scoring table. And when it comes down to it, it makes for easy math. So there's the blessing. Sure does, vote, right? Yep, there you go. Uh, the other news of the week were, uh, there was some, Uh, standards released for some accessories that you might use at the crossfit games like grips or like a weightlifting belt uh they want to make sure that we're not wearing uh extra wide weightlifting belts so i think that uh the max was five inches wide on that belt uh not anything wider than that and i think most of the belts that we wear are, are four inches. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm sure mine's not five inches. I'm sure it's about four. The two pood belt is what I use. It's, it's just something that works for me. So that wasn't an issue. There was a little uh, misunderstanding around the grips at first, where they showed that the grip needed to be shorter than the fingertip with an open palm uh, in order to be acceptable. Uh, but then they showed a picture of the grip while you're up on the bar and and even if you have a grip that is shorter than the tip of your finger when you go up on the bar the grip actually extends past your finger when you're on the bar so um they made it really clear that it's okay if it extends past your finger when your hand is curved as in holding on to the pull up bar but what they'll be checking at athlete check in or at any kind of the judging situation is with an open hand if your grip is just shorter than your middle finger so some people's middle fingers are longer than others uh yeah, and I, I, yeah i for me i don't i mean I, I my grips are always shorter than my my middle finger i don't have any grips that are longer than that i don't Mm-mm. understand how that could be a, an actual advantage it's actually in my mind it's just more fabric that i i don't need past my fingers but um that's fine i mean they make it clear and i prefer clarity over uh ambiguity. Whatever, Yeah, yep. ambiguity always I mean, so I mean, just make it, it, it clear yeah, yeah make it clear and and we'll be fine out there on that floor totally fine with that nothing else well, on the news I, side right no it has it
1: it even though uh you know it had been 2 weeks since we've talked um you know there's there's, there's that lull in yeah. uh, maybe major stories uh certainly we're going to make up for lost time as we get closer yeah and uh there'll be plenty to discuss uh after august so uh i i'd take advantage of the brevity now
0: well good Let's jump into our interview with Pat Sprague.
1: Well, everyone, this week we have a special guest on the show today. He is Pat Sprague. He is a three-times games qualifier, actually in three different age categories. Uh, He trains out of Invictus Seattle. Uh, And if the last name sounds familiar, currently, just because his son, James, is a 2023 games qualifier on the individual side. So uh, Mr. Pat has a lot of things going on this summer and a lot to look forward to as we uh, roll through the summer. We wanted to spend a few minutes with him, catching up, learning a little bit about he, him and his journey. And uh, if you know him, uh, I think I should say he is universally known as the nicest guy at CrossFit. So with that,
2: <laughs> welcome, Pat, to the show. Thanks, Rick. And, and I would like to deflect that right back uh. because... <laughs> Uh, you know, the first time I met you, you just got such a nice, warm heart and you're a fierce competitor, competitor, and I admire you a lot. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And yeah, you and I have had a chance to compete against each other, which I, uh, really enjoyed this past fall. And I know our age groups, all three of our age groups do not line up at all, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. that's the beautiful part of this sport is how we're able to, uh, share in our, our, our journeys our sufferings but every now and then when when it does the opportunity presents itself it's fantastic I agree I agree
0: well Pat tell us about uh, your background in CrossFit kind of how you got started um you know did you start first did your son start first i don't I don't know that history maybe maybe yeah. maybe the world knows it but tell me how did you get into
2: this <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, well, in two thousand ten, I when I was I was I was married, and a friend of mine said, "Hey, you ever heard of CrossFit?" And I said, "No." And she goes, "Well, it's kind of competitive. I think you might like it." So I went to a class up at a a local gym, and um, I did one class, and went, "I love it!" And so immediately took to it. And um, uh, what I liked about it was that it was a group atmosphere, with a lot of nice people, and it was competitive. And so it was right up my alley. And uh, it just it just stuck from there Um, and
0: when when did you start to get competitive actually in in competing was it pretty quick
2: uh yeah it really was i mean in 2011 they had what was you know the open i'm like i want to try to do that and at that year was in carson and they took 20 and uh i made it and uh that's my first competition there in carson was really locked me in the crossfit because of the the men i had a chance to meet down there it really made it really had an influence on me and and i noticed there were some things that it. I was pretty good at and enjoyed it, and it was just uh, it was it, it, you know that that first year out in the parking lot down in Carson, the master, master gosh, athlete. That's right, was, the
1: parking lot. They had yes, you out in the, not they had not necessarily a stadium, but it was the parking lot.
2: Yeah. Yes, there was, oh uh, and so we all competed out in the parking lot to a much smaller crowd than the big athletes, which was fine. I mean, we were mm-hmm. there, and it was an opportunity yeah. to do something and and be a part of something that was pretty special. So, so, we sure, so really, a year or two
1: in, and you were already you had already qualified that yeah a year some, in some and, skill and there wasn't on.
2: nearly the amount of guys then trying to make the spot so it was a lot easier to make it than it is now no comparison no
0: comparison yeah I, I was gonna say with with a year or two in you're you're at the CrossFit Games as a Masters athlete um although the field was smaller to qualify I mean you clearly had you had something there um did you have an athletic background prior to this because that was if that's 12 years ago you were in your early 40s?
2: I mean yeah, I was I yeah. went to the games when I was 46. I'm 58 okay. now. And okay. To answer your question, I've always done something. In high school, I played tennis, I ran track, I wrestled. Uh, you know, had a uh, had a scholarship for uh, half a scholarship for tennis in college. Um, so I've always done something athletic, but I was never involved in something so profound that included so many different movements. And um, and that's the other thing I love about CrossFit is it it makes me do stuff I don't really want to do. And uh, and <laughs> yeah. went, and. And when I don't think I can and I end up doing it, it's it's a character builder, you know. Um, so that's what really individually got me hooked. But more so, more than anything else, um, the quality of people in the sport uh, that I've met and the friends I've made and the incredible friendships I have from the sport, uh, that's, that's number one for me by far over anything else.
1: That's where it really yeah. transcends. And I think that yeah. – I think we all – get this a little bit more maybe even than the individual athletes do um yeah you know we have careers we have you know lives outside the gym that we're taking care of and trying to make a work life balance work uh, for everybody and i think just you go into any of these competitions and you sit in the back and you're 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 chit-chatting with your competitors a lot of the times as well and i don't know if that occurs as much yeah. in the younger, uh, in the individual or, yeah, team I
2: agree with you. I agree with you because, you know, I've even had experiences where you're going to PT or getting something worked on, you know, at the games, and they're like, God, we love working on the masters athletes. You guys are cool. <laughs> you're chill. Cool. The, the young bucks are just so intense and so demanding. And, and I'm like, you know, I, I agree. I think there's, I think we all realize as, as masters athletes that, you know, it's a great thing to be able to do. And it's wonderful if, um, you can compete at a high level, but you know, it's, it's, it doesn't define us. It's just something we love to do. And I think there's a common respect we have for each other too. Like we know this is hard. It's hard work. And so when I meet a guy like you, Rick, or guy like you, Jason, I just go that guy, I respect him for what he does. He puts him through, he puts himself through so much and it ain't easy. And to keep doing it, also says a lot about somebody's character because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I probably had people say to you, oh, that's bad for you. Or, oh, oh man, yeah, absolutely, you're too, old, you're too old for that. Mm-hmm. Or it's not good for you. All those things, yep. which I totally would refute to my grave. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, society says we're not supposed to be doing this stuff anymore.
1: And that's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. We agree 100%. But then I look to folks that are a little bit older, and I'm like, I still want to be doing that totally. when I'm somebody's age you know i mean I'm yeah
2: a, and i mean i mean i always heard this one and i love it i can either do the hard what we're doing or we can do the hard of being i not mean to put anybody down but a lot of people that don't work out they get diabetic they they don't get to live a full life mm-hmm. um and, yep. it, and it's a and it's a choice which hard am i gonna which, which hard am i gonna pick mm-hmm. so i try to remind myself that you know some days when i don't want to go to the gym it's like okay yeah. just remember this you know it's it, it, this is the heart I'm picking and and it gives me a life that I never dreamed I would have at, at my age. I, well,
0: agree, I agree with you course. there so much, Pat. Uh, I just think about that the, the at my age, I never thought I would be able to do something so unique, so special. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just reflecting today, uh, I'm in Colorado, and I was a gymnast when I was like a teenager, a young teenager, uh-huh. and I wanted to be the best gymnast in the world. But the timing wasn't right and I wasn't, I didn't get started early enough, uh, but I happened to be in Colorado and someone invited me to drop into a gym uh, up in Littleton, which is just outside of Denver. And last week I popped over there and I was like, oh my gosh, this CrossFit gym is in the gymnastics warehouse that I started <laughs> in. I mean, this is <laughs> wow. 33 years ago, wow. right? And wow. I, I'm able to fast forward in my life to a 47-year-old three-time world champion in a sport that I can participate in well into my 50s, well into my oh, 60s. No and the privilege, yeah. we I get to do this at my age. And I could say yeah. that for the next 20 freaking years. Um, yeah. That's a pretty remarkable situation. Um, so... It is. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It really is. And you know, um, that's, what's great about the sport, you know, it's just basically, I think relationships are everything. And i I could, I could tell you 20 credible men that, um, uh, you know, I could call and say, Hey man, something's going on. They'd they'd Mm -hmm. be here. And I would do the same, you know, um, because when we're, when we're competing, um, in a pain cave, uh, we all know what that feels like and it's hard work. And I know we're competing against each other, but I think we're also supporting each other in our journeys that at this age and um that's why it's great for me to be around people like you rick and and people like like kevin and sherry ann who i get to work out with oh, every day which is fantastic
1: they don't make you smile at all do they
2: <laughs> well you know no. the great thing and <laughs> is if, when you got a workout partner a trainer like you guys probably do if you're not having a good day and they're a true friend they're gonna notice it and they're gonna say what's going on you know yep, yep. and and because we're not gonna have perfect days every day and oh, you know believe me. uh Kevin's always been that way for me. He's, he's uh, you know, if I'm having a bad, or if I'm getting on my pity pot a little bit, he'll slap my ass. And I need that sometimes. Because <laughs> that's sometimes my go-to, is Pat will feel sorry for himself a little bit about something. He's like, yeah, he's, that's really working for you, isn't it? <laughs> but he'll do it with love, you know. <laughs> and um, uh, it's been great to train with him. He is super ready for this Games this year. My goodness. Um, we did a workout today that he just absolutely annihilated, and it's fun to watch.
1: Excellent. Yeah. And, well, and speaking of, Going to the gym. Um, what does a typical day look like for you? Uh, do you all tend to uh, train multiple sessions? Uh, absent uh, big competition coming up. I mean, right. you know, single session, early morning. How does it fit with work and home life? And For and the last two and, and a half and years,
2: I, I work part-time. I own an insurance business. So I've, I've got some time on my hands, which is nice. And generally, we work out between one from like one to four. And that includes wow, nice. warming up, um, a lot of warming up. Um, you know, the strength work, (laughs) um, you know, some kind of Metcon and then some extra accessory. And then we, we are, I'm speaking for we, but we're religious about doing, uh, pliability every day. That is. That's the most important thing to me. If I can't work out, I'm doing playability because I just think that I've had a few injuries and I don't want to get hurt, and I just think that's the best prevention. As far as diet, you know, sleep and diet, they're really important. I love my sleep. It's important to me, Um, and I eat pretty well, but I'm not a macro guy, you know.
1: Um, Well, I was going to say Jason and I uh, have talked about diet and importance of nutrition on, um, on the show a little bit. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Jason has well-documented a lot of what he eats. Mm -hmm. I'm not out there as much, but I try to eat as clean as I can. Mm -hmm. But the success you've had, and I understand a lot of it's come from nachos and Diet Coke. Is that, is that true?
2: Oh man. Oh, Hey, you know what? I haven't had a Diet Coke in six months.
0: Okay. Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah. Um, so? But if but if you put a match to me, I'd probably burn quick because I'm all formaldehyde from um, <laughs> the diet coke. But no, um, and 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 I still have a problem with the nachos. There's nothing <laughs> okay. like there's nothing like blue chips with Tillamook sharp cheddar cheese in the microwave. Oh. when you're a bachelor, uh, dude. That's such an easy meal. Yes. it's so bad. Yeah. Well, that cheese was introduced to me by Jason. So yes, that
0: oh, is the yes. cheese. It's, yeah, it's carried Jason, over here. Jason, you now. eat cheese too. Oh yeah, of course I eat cheese. Oh, Come on, God. of course, yes. Yeah, baby. I mean, every day. There's a there's a every day. that runs through us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pat, I'll let you in yeah, on another secret. You know. So, uh, cheese is cheese is in my diet. It helps to make my boring meals a little more fun. Yes, um, absolutely. But... I'll admit to, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I have an obsession with nachos uh, as okay. that has been quoted about you, but I do <laughs> eat ice cream almost every night, especially during Yo, games what? training season.
2: Nice. What's your favorite flavor?
0: Well, my favorite brand is Tillamook, of course, yes! of course. Yes! And my, my favorite flavor is this is where I have to use some self-control. My favorite flavor okay. is uh, mint chocolate chip by far, by far. Yeah. Me too. But I can't have that. that. If I have it, i it's too much. Like, I, I'll eat gotcha. too much. It's too good. Gotcha. Yes. So in order to restrain myself, I generally just have... Just plain vanilla (laughs) with a little bit of magic shell, which is by, which is absolute. Oh,
1: I love magic shell.
0: It is so good. It's garbage. It's straight up. Yeah, absolutely. Rancid garbage. But uh, especially during games training season, I need all the calories and I'm looking for things that are nutrient or that are calorically dense and ice cream is, is a winner. Just not much, but just enough
2: right? I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, that's one of the pleasures <laughs> in life, right? We get to eat. Yes. And, and I get, know we... how hard you're working, Jason. I know what it's like to be especially at this moment it's like the pinnacle of working hard and you have to do it and to yeah. be ready and so I it, I know it's where not we're
1: 12 at. months out of the year it's for yeah. a very specific yeah. time and the training evolves and yeah. you know your diet your rest your recovery just as important all yeah. ties together but it's it such an
2: honor and a privilege to be able to go compete as one of the especially top 10 in the world that's uh, just amazing it really is yeah it's just pretty special I just I just wish the sport um you know there's some things with the sport that I think need to change so it's a little bit more fan-friendly. You know, you asked me a question, yeah. Rick, about if I was the CEO, what would I change with CrossFit? Yeah, day and one
1: on the job, what would be your... The,
2: the you first know. thing I would do is I would create an athlete board of well-known, long-tenured athlete to help on the decision-making process because... um, Age group group athletes. Age group and young bucks. So that that I I just think, I love CrossFit, but I think the management team has a little struggle with control. And um, I'd love to see them get more athletes participating in the decision-making process across the board. I also would immediately make the sport more fan-friendly so that the average guy and gal that don't know what's going on somebody's competing, can follow it closer and see who's winning, who's second, who's third, who's fourth. You know, even at the semis this year with James, there was workouts where if they maybe added a few bucks here and there, it would have been easier. to. I mean, you and the three of us are mm-hmm. pretty skilled, so we can kind of tell who's ahead, but mm-hmm. the average fan right. doesn't get it. And yeah, so it, it it really alienates a lot of people. And I think I would change that right away. Mm-hmm. To well, try to I, make them- I, I don't know for the runners.
1: I don't mean to really go off on a tangent, but for I'm not sure on the runners, but on the rowers, um, they had that board that said what 100 meter, 200 meter, 300, 400, 500. Yeah. And you could tell. So for. I wasn't there, but to be able to watch it, the stream. And as long as I could see that board and I could see somebody's rower and I could see, okay, they had 200 meters left to go, or they were somewhere between 200 and 300 meters left Mm -hmm. or something. I thought that was telling a story. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have to think that of those mm-hmm. things for us viewers, not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, streaming, but also in person. I, sure. I mean, I think, you know, the chess pieces have always been a favorite, you know, to, to sign signify what round you're on. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. but it's, there, there's so many movements. That's the tough thing to,
2: right. I agree. I know. I, I, I don't yeah. say I have all the answers, but I think oh, yeah. if they, if they just let some people into their iron curtain that things <laughs> could be better. That's been my experience. Um, um, uh, and then you know the games itself is fabulous, it's fantastic. Um, uh, it's a, an honor and a pleasure to be there, but sometimes it's a little, it's a little um, over the top with control, and um, it, it takes a little bit of the, the enjoyment out of it. Like, that's the best thing I could say about it. Um, but you know, I don't have all the answers, but that's right. what I would do. That's what, well that's definitely what I would do
1: that kind of ties into you've seen um, you've you've experienced Madison but you've also experienced Carson yes and you know what what threads do you pull between the two what did you like about Southern California versus? Being in Wisconsin, or you know, obviously you saw it in its infancy back mm-hmm. in 2011 for age groups, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. you you were there and an athlete competing in 2021. Yeah, you know, as yeah, 20, as Madison 20, was well oiled. Machine
2: 2016 was by far my most favorite time. It was in Carson. I don't think Madison touches Carson for a venue. Interesting. Mm. Not okay, even close. Okay. Oh, it was so great down in Carson. It was just it was special. The venue they had the football field, tennis court, uh, the area in general it just was a lot more special um it was first class um madison i love it but it's not a first class facility not even close and that's why i like carson better and biased i'm on the west coast it was easier to go down there yeah that's gonna
1: <laughs> say um
2: but but when i heard they're gonna move it to birmingham i thought that was really not good sport so I'd love to see them find something somewhere in the middle of the country that's a nicer venue than Mass. Mm-hmm. That's what I would love to see. One
1: of the one of the best things I heard, and I, Jason and I had talked about this, was from Sean Woodland on one of his podcasts, where um, Birmingham, maybe not for the weather, the climate, the time of year, but the facility, because yeah. it was on UAB's campus, had been uh, recently renovated, gotcha. and everything from a broadcasting and production standpoint was already mm-hmm. there, already nice. wired nice. because. If you talk to and now seeing it firsthand and you both have experienced it, everything at Madison has to be done by hand, mm. wired and put together because it's it's an older it's an older venue. That sure. like Coliseum is was built in the late 60s, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right there. And they build North Park from scratch a few weeks before every every game season. Wow. So UAB had all that in place. And Sean I said. said we went down you, you know i think you know i was doing a game there or something and he said it's just state-of-the-art and so find us a place in the middle of the country that qualifies for weather that's not 100 degrees you know yeah and humid yeah. in right. august right and that has has that i think then they're already on the on a good path but
2: yeah i hope so i i i think uh you know it's such a special event and so much fun but i think it's more important that the that the fans enjoy the experience Mm -hmm. um, so that they, so the the sport continues to grow. You know, I want to see it grow. I want to see it continue to grow. I think it can. Um, I just think sometimes, as I said before, sometimes the management staff maybe handicap that more than they need to by not including people like, us, for example, that might have a word that say, "Hey, you know, you might consider this." Or like I just saw, um, somebody told me that the grip, the grips are now a deal. I don't well, know anything more about that, but but. Jason, you know. Jason got the email. I did. What 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 was the email, Jason? I'm just curious.
0: Well, it it started out with um, the grips cannot go past your fingertips with a flat palm. That's it.
2: Okay. Okay. Um,
0: the controversy was that. Uh, they showed you know a green check mark with your hand open and the grip uh, at you know b- b- uh, below your your middle finger, but then it showed okay. an X across your hand on a bar. But if you put your hand on a bar, the grip actually goes above your finger, so it was gotcha. confusing. Uh, but they've yes. they've made it clear they're just looking for that grip with an open palm to be shorter than your fingertip. That's it.
2: and honestly all my grips
0: are shorter than my all my grips fit i have dozens of grips.
2: so it's not a big deal
0: not at all zero okay yeah
2: okay yeah i I think the internet
1: likes to make a lot out of nothing i think (laughs) you're right yeah yeah everybody's looking for a story to tell weeks out so
2: yeah so it's really not a big deal okay well that's good to know that's for sure but, but taking input from other athletes I think mm-hmm. is not a bad idea yeah yeah I think it would could be really useful and maybe they do and I just don't know it but that's since you asked that's what I would definitely. But-
0: yeah. You've been to the games, uh, I think every time you've gone, they've had 20 in your division. Is that correct? Or have you been That's to, correct. Okay. What are your thoughts yes. on the amount of qualifying spots? Um, have feelings on that?
2: Yeah, I think 20 is a nicer number. Um, uh, what I did notice about only 10 last year, because I coached a buddy last year, when there was only mm-hmm. 10 it did it was nice for the space you guys had a lot more space last year um and it wasn't um quite as hectic just having 10 from each so i can see both sides um you know i think 20 just to add more participation um i, I like that number i i don't know why they get away from it i think 20s you know 20s a good number but or even meet the halfway let's go 15 15 but i think 10 right. yeah. I, t- I think 10s too small
1: then you have injuries or yes. things like that, and your field yeah. suddenly shrinks. Yeah. Right,
2: yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on
1: I certainly prefer more. Yep. Um, yeah. But if they're going to be resistant to, to a larger number, which you both have experience in, in 20, you know, maybe maybe give uh, the 35 to thirty 20, or maybe the 35 to 44 20, and then tier sure. it from there, 15, 15, yep. things like that. But, you know, I think uh, what HQ does with the games is one thing, but it's some of these other Masters events, like Masters Collective or Legends, mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Some that have some higher level masters competition where maybe we 're not just uh, relegated to the side but more the focus yeah. uh, i 'd like to continue to see those events mm-hmm. prosper and thrive, and I think they only will with our support I mean yeah we, what we can wish for everything, but unless we 're we as a community show up, support, pay our money, spread the word, mm-hmm. spectators come, it makes it very difficult because we know the undertaking for this is a is a pretty big financial. Um, commitment from sure. the groups that are involved. Sure. So,
2: yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense.
1: Well, my it's thought not, not the same, but
0: my thought on the size of the field at the games is uh, when I first qualified for the games in 2018, I was 13th out of 20. Okay. And so I got okay. in, you know, it's, I almost felt like yeah. I snuck in under the radar. Like I got in, mm-hmm. but it was a yep. bucket list dream come true for me. And yeah, I ended up taking third that year, which gave me this confidence boost. And I just wanted to send it, uh, I wanted to get back there it's, if I could, the next year they cut it to 10 in 2019. And so I, I had yep. thin hopes, I qualified seventh um, and I won. So I, I think that a, a larger field can bring in some wild cards like me in year one. Mm-hmm. I'm a wild card that just shows mm-hmm. up on the podium or near the top. Yeah. Um, but I, I think a larger and I, I like your guys' idea of uh, you know, twenty, fifteen, ten, depending on participation, depending on the size of the field, uh in each division. Mm-hmm. But this is a dream come true. This is mm-hmm. th- I mean, this was a this is a game changer, a life changer for so many people. And it's not bad revenue for CrossFit. It's just if they're mm-hmm. if they're gonna have us right. like this year, we compete. Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so we have two dedicated days we share one day with the individuals and then the individuals are Thursday Mm -hmm. Friday Saturday Sunday so they have Mm -hmm. this space man let's pack the field um with yeah. 20, 15, or 10 in each division um and, and allow that to create revenue allow that to bring fans families and friends to the sport to come watch the dream come true for someone to get on the floor and compete with you pat or with you rick or with me when i go to legends you know there's four heats of 10 in my division and they are guys that are they're so honored to share the competition floor with the top games athletes we all are on the floor mm-hmm. together and I think the more, the larger field at the games provides that opportunity, um, Mm -hmm. logistically is it hard yeah i guess it's hard but i never felt i never felt in the two years i had uh 22 years i had 10 i didn't feel that tremendous difference in uh being really tight or overly stacked uh with the amount of people i would just say there was like one event in 2021 where there were actually 20 men and 20 women on the field at one time okay that's a lot that's 40 people but hey they had the capacity to do it and they did 40 people for the individual males 40 people for the individual females they have the capacity um so i would that would be my vote i would get as many people out yeah. there as possible for sure
2: yeah no and, and to your point to all our points i'd love to hear what their rationale is for cutting it to ten yeah right Agreed. They, can, do they think they can't afford it do they think they don't have the resource do they think what is what is what is the rationale behind cutting it? Yeah. because the sport's grown there's way more athletes trying to make the games and they cut the number so it doesn't mm-hmm. add up
1: yeah we, we've talked about uh, early on in the season, Jason and I talked about the number of 35 to 39 year old men and the s- s- tiny, tiny percent that it results of their entire field starting the open and they get 10 qualifying spots. Right. That, that's actually harder. Uh, it's it's the hardest age group of any to qualify by percent. I would so, imagine. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, so it doubles the numbers of judges, uh, but the infrastructure is already in place there. That's what I don't mm-hmm. get is like, you're mm-hmm. already using the field. Mm-hmm. 10 lanes versus 20 lanes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we'll, I'll just keep supporting the other events as well. And you guys keep supporting what we can, but um, let me pull this back real quick too. We've talked a lot about the games and you've been in this sport for such a long time. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for, you know, aspiring masters athletes or athletes that are masters that are just starting out, um, because you've had such a journey that's taken you to the sports highs. Uh, but I'm sure, and you know, in class, you you train next to you know every day moms and dads. Mm-hmm. And what what mm-hmm. advice can you give to to them? Gosh,
2: well, first off, I would. I would, you know, if, if they, if they're hard where they want to compete, um, I would definitely tell them to, um, don't go too hard, uh, get a coat, um, be willing to, to change some things in your life. If you, if you want to compete, maybe quit drinking. Um, if you're, you know, you got to eat pretty healthy, you got to get your sleep and you got to be willing to, to fail a lot and be mm-hmm. humble through it. And, um, and, and have, and, and sometimes I think you have to be prepared to feel kind of lonely. Like, why am I doing
0: this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, This isn't working out. That is the truth, (laughs) right there.
2: Okay, uh, and and not have and not place too high of expectations on yourself, and have fun. Just have fun. And if it's something you think you're, it, it's it, it you'd want to do, and want you know, join a comp, get into a competition, try try qualifying for it, and and see how it goes. And it'll it'll definitely illustrate weaknesses that you need to work on. And um, uh, but 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 if you want to compete at the games level, I mean, you got to have the time to do it. If you don't have the time to do it, I'm sorry. It's it, it, if you don't if you have a life where you yeah. can only. Death, kid a few hours a week it's not gonna happen uh, right. you guys know that you yeah, gotta absolutely. have the time. Yep. um and i would also say be in an environment that's loving and supportive uh where you feel like you can be yourself no matter what because this stuff's hard enough and i've been in environments that aren't healthy and it mm-hmm. affects my performance right so make sure you find an environment that works for you because there's a lot of different gyms out there and not not all of them work for everybody you know right. so well, I, I think that, that would be my that would be my advice and the other advice i would give since, since most people you're talking about are over 40 is make sure that you're doing mobility work because I don't know, there's too many people that do get hurt labrums and this that knees and I think so much of it's preventable if um, if I take the time to take care of my body and mm-hmm. and and do that type of work so I guess that would be my my advice. response to the question yeah if
1: um if we we're putting together a scorecard for you um listing your strengths and weaknesses on what what you like to do what movements, what, what you need work on. Uh-huh. How would you, how would you grade yourself or how would you assess yourself? Let's see. Will okay. we well, will start peek. with the worst. Let's start
2: with my worst. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I've got a full-time, uh, uh, gymnastic, uh, coach right now because my, I need to learn how to do muscle ups better. I used to be able to do them pretty well and then I quit doing them and now I can't do them. Um, so I'm kind of sick and tired of straightening out my competitors mats when they're doing muscle ups. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jeez. that's how i make so many great friends is you know it's a muscle-up workout i'll just be going from lane to lane making sure they got everything they need just help know. everyone else am. Of yeah. is very appreciative of that right she yeah. is and, and yeah. so is chris she... podesto and a number of other guys that i've worked out um so that's my weaknesses are gymnastics specifically muscle-ups handstand push-ups uh handstand push-ups are what knocked me out this year um because i i couldn't do the the frontward facing strict oh, yeah. all the way down. I really struggled with those. Um, and then I would say, yeah, so that's a one on the list of it really needs help. Uh, high on the list is strength. Um, I'm pretty strong. You, you, mm-hmm. you tell me I need the back, back squat or front squat or clean and jerk or uh, deadlift, um, bench press, anything with strength, sign me up. That's where I'm okay. gold. Um, and then I would also say longer workouts benefit me. I've got a pretty good engine. Uh, so I like the longer chippers that last a while because uh, what I've noticed in my career is a lot of times I won't be first out of the gate, but once that chipper is halfway over, I'm catching you yeah. and I have yep. confidence. I'm going to catch it. Cause I see you burning out and I still got it. So I would say if, it, yeah, from worse the gymnastics, middle strength, but a, a long ship or some long workouts, I really enjoy doing a lot of fun
1: well, uh, for strength if it if it came down to um who would do uh more chores in the in around the family uh and you had to outlift James, would that happen now or not anymore? oh not anymore. he uh. has got
2: he has gotten so strong, dude he uh. Uh, he's doing so you'd five, be doing the chores yes, I would. <laughs> He's he just recently did a 550 deadlift. Wow. He 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 clean and jerks 315 like it's nothing. Um and a year ago he couldn't do that. So I'm so excited to watch him this Excellent. year because he's worked so hard uh for this and he's experienced um the heartbreak of not of almost making it, not making it and not giving right. up and and not giving up and, and just going, working hard. And, and I've just, uh, so proud of him for, for his journey and what he's done this year. And, you know, and he's a good kid and well, he's not even a kid anymore, but he's a good young man and he's got a good heart and he cares about people and he wants others to succeed just as bad as he wants to succeed. And he's surrounded with some amazing athletes, uh, Dallin pepper, who I think will make top ten this year. Um, he works out with him on a daily basis. He works out with Sagafi. He works out with Daniel Brandon. He works out with Emma Carey. Uh, he's got a he's got a coach that Matt Torres, who is wise beyond his years, and he understands each a- athlete as an individual and treats them as such. He's just in a great environment in Naples, and I got to tell you, I, guys, I I um, I just feel so blessed as a dad. Um, I have two great young men, uh, Spencer and James, but I'm so excited to watch, James. I'm so excited mm-hmm. to go out and watch you, Jason. I'm so excited to watch Kevin this year. I, uh, it's, it's, it's like Christmas morning's coming. You know like you're on your kid and you're marking off I don't get to compete this year. That's fine. But I get to watch you guys. And, man, I, I, it just inspires me more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, um, you know, Dallin and James are good young men for the sport because they're good kids. And yeah. they they, uh, they don't let their egos get in the way. And I really admire that. You know, I, I got – Well, to...
1: just remind him that your genes – he got your genes of strength. Yeah, I mean, just – yeah,
0: that. keep him in yeah, check.
1: Just, just remind him. Yeah, that. make
0: sure he knows. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they came from. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he. You know, I, I still say, hey, uh, you know. Watch out, kid. I'm I'm holding I'm holding one for you. But he reminds me every day almost. Hey, I did this today. I'm like darn A year ago he didn't do that. But but I love it. I I want him to I want him to get stronger and and be competitive because you know, you guys have kids. You just you just want the best for your kids. And um and I know in the sport there's a lot more positive guys than there are negative. The the guys that the guys that don't like to look bad usually stay away from the sport because This sport's going to make you look bad at some point. Yeah, (laughs) it's
1: almost. It's almost self selecting. Yeah. yeah, it
2: really is. I don't I mean I, I don't know how many times I've seen a guy come into the gym like like cross you know, he's he's got kinda of got that swagger, thinks he's all that, and then they're gone in a week. I'm like, what happened to that guy? <laughs> oh, I guess you know. But it, it exposes you. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. No yeah, doubt. I mean it, it really does. Um uh, but yeah, I mean it's I can't say enough about the sport in general. It's it's been uh, life changing for me. I'm a recovering alcoholic and I think it's one of the reasons I don't drink today is because the the sport. Um, and, um, you know, it's something that I can do with my kids as I get older. And I want to be, you know, I'm 58. Now I want to be 80 and still move. Right. Well, you know, yep. I, don't, yep. I believe that can happen. My girlfriend's dad's 92. He's walked all his life and he's in great shape. He lives on his own still. He lives a happy life. And I just think there's a lot more to this exercise thing than society gives it credit for. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sadly, Probably. just
1: walk into a store and look around you and yeah. just look at how you know yeah. it's mean, we have by not moving
2: tri- choices and consequences right yeah choices and consequences and um yeah Rick you're an amazing athlete Jason you are too I haven't had a chance to watch you compete much but I'm looking forward to watching you compete this year it's going to be fun you,
1: you have the advantage of being there to watch Yes. Different, different age groups. Nobody's, yes, I don't, nobody's have to, I don't have to coach
2: anybody this year either,
1: yeah. so it's nice. I mean, you've got Jason and Kevin. You've got your yep. son through the whole – I mean, yep. down the whole crew. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and only Thursday overlaps, really. Yes. And that's something.
2: Yes. And, you know, probably they'll have those guys on Thursday doing something out of the – Yeah. I would imagine something out of the park.
0: Yes. Yeah, know. away from – if, yes, you know, Jason's
2: yes. finishing up. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, Jason, I was wondering, do you think they might have a triathlon this year? I'm kind of thinking they might throw something like that at you guys. I hope so. Like a mini one.
0: I would love yeah. that. Would you, know, you like that? I would love it. Um, that's that's just give me something long. Um, I love that stuff. I am curious. Ah, yeah. I'm curious that I don't think they would have us bike. I don't think us we'd physically be moving on bikes, but I could see C2 okay. bikes be involved. Um, I think okay. it's just okay. we've got 140 masters age group athletes and to, and to outfit gotcha. that many bikes is yeah. just right. i think it's just crazy for them yeah. but uh, yeah. a swim yeah. bike run oh that would be so great something like that um i train that stuff i mean tuesday mornings this morning Good. this morning is the work yeah. i did around that i in a 100 degree okay. weather i had a 5k yeah. run this morning after some other things okay. um nice so i would love that i th- i think i think I think the more creative they can be for masters, the better, like bring it, give us, mm-hmm. give us some yeah. things that I even loved. I loved when they had a four and a half mile run to kick it off in yeah. 2021. Like yes. who oh, does
2: that? that? You both did that one, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. and it was
0: hot and muggy. So oh my God. hot. It just rained <laughs> oh. and it did. It actually delayed our start because of the rain, but that made it so muggy. That's right. We took five that's laps right. around this thing and I ran, oh. I, I PR'd, my, I think I PR'd by mile time, my, uh, two mile time, my three mile time, and definitely my four and a half wow. mile time. I pr'd all of it. That is
2: impressive. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, there was a guy. In, there was a guy in front of me who would not slow down, and I was not gonna. I was gonna win that event. I don't care.
2: You that's know? right, baby. Yeah.
0: Yep. I, mean, I love it. You know that's. There's no reason. And finally, on the last lap, I'll tell you, on the last lap, he finally slowed down. And I thought he was gaming. I thought he was going to slow down and then attack me. So I can't turn around. I'm running. I'm running that last lap. And at about 300 yards out, I gun it. And I'm just sprinting. I'm dying. I'm about to throw up. Yeah. Cross the finish line. And I turn around and no one is there. I'm all by myself. Um, no way! Yeah, he. I asked him afterwards. I was like, bro, what, what happened? What? I, I thought you were gonna get me. He's like, oh no, I just got too yeah. tired. I couldn't keep up the pace. <laughs> all right. Wow. So I was scared. I was 90 running. Points is, in his mind, he's like, I've got ninety points. I'll take ninety. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Fine, yeah, Jason. See, I mean. but the, see, the, but but that's what separates the you and the Kevin Correct. is, and and I learned that all the time from Kevin. It's that last ten percent, yep. mentally. Yep. Don't say, don't say you're almost done. You can chill out. You got to have that. I, I, you got to have that mentality that you have. Yeah and those are the people that end up on the podium
0: i will not lose this event so i will not it, yeah there's yeah. no way yeah you know and i that that day was stacked we had that event then we had deadlift rope climbs which i was confident in. then we had max yeah. snatch and love that one. Oh, dude how great was that yeah that was so much fun um <laughs> and uh yeah i mean the last event of the day was snatching and um that's not a strength so yeah. i was just i was gonna yeah. i was gonna stack 100 points stack another 100 points if i could and then see what i do on a snatch and i was super happy with my snatch and in ninth place fine you know whatever but uh i mean i I love the things that they throw at us even last year opening it up rick you remember we had an 1800 meter run and then 21 dumbbell push press and then we had a 1500 meter run i mean those those dumbbells were Abhorrently it heavy hot. It was hot yes. oh, Brutal yeah. So I, yeah. I like it When they throw yeah. out A first event That truly wrecks everyone Because yeah. Now we're all broken And now we just got to battle For the next three more days I love stuff like that So uh, Yeah I
2: agree I mean it, it, And that was so true With that event in 2021 With that run starting off It was like That was a game changer For the weekend Yeah It really was
0: Some people can't recover from um,
2: that I also wanted to I also wanted to acknowledge you For what you're doing For the Masters At the games With the wins yeah i saw that on morning shock the other day mm-hmm. and i thought you know that's a real classy move on your part in your organization um i'd like to be able to do that and step up and do that with you in a couple of years if i'm able to do it just to do it because i mean that's the kind of stuff that that i think is important is yeah. to reward mm-hmm. reward effort yes. and um so i saw that and i just thought that was really cool jason
0: thank you a lot of thought went into that yeah and uh i thought about paying out additional amounts on podium spots and all that you know mm-hmm. the, the podium spot crossfit takes care of the podium spots uh, but masters athletes we don't get recognized for individual event wins and we don't have the butt with mm-hmm. 140 athletes uh or uh seven men's division seven female division you got to start watching the budget because it'll get a little crazy yeah if, if you yeah. but just to right. hand out i mean to hand out fifty dollars uh in cash to event winners at an unofficial masters after party which is just hey come to the come to this brewery that and 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 collect yeah. your 50 bucks. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. I've got a lot of signups. Um, and it's really fun to see good, the ath- good, all the athletes good. that sign up. You're like, I mean, th- some of the athletes that are signing up are my idols that are now masters yeah. athletes, right? I'm like, oh, wow, she's going to be yeah. here. Oh, wow. He signed up. This is amazing. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say their names, yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, it's really yeah. cool. And in a few years, I think if we can continue like with a podcast like this, um, and with 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 guys like like all of us that are just continually investing in the masters uh, the masters divisions in CrossFit, we continue to raise awareness. We we increase the value of masters athletes at the games. Sixty um, percent, over sixty percent of the athletes in the open that, could, that submitted a score were masters athletes. Right. Wow. That's a huge wow. amount. So, so when we say there's three hundred thousand athletes that, that do the open, well, more. Then 60 percent are masters athletes the rest are individuals and teenagers um that's a huge yeah. demographic right there um and yeah. these are the moms and dads that that keep crossfit gyms alive these are the people that need crossfit intervention the most right i started at 38 mm-hmm. i needed crossfit mm-hmm. to find me i needed to find crossfit so that i didn't end up obese out of shape and probably diabetic as an alcoholic all of those things yeah, um, it's just, yeah, I'm as yeah. Yeah. prone to yeah. addiction as anyone else. So I shift yeah. that to CrossFit. And, uh, you know, I turned out to be okay at it, you know? um, Yeah, so no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's, that's a wonderful. So how did you find it? I'm just curious. Yeah. How did you find CrossFit? Uh,
0: My sister in law uh told me I would like to go to a class. She said I would really like it. I told her I would definitely not like it. i I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go do something that I feel inferior at. Um, I, I felt like I would be intimidated. I don't want to be clanging and banging barbells. I, I, I it felt like yeah. I was going to a jazzer size class, uh, uh-huh. and, and everyone's going to be super fit, and I'm just a fat old guy. And I walked in, and that was not <laughs> my experience. They were super kind. It was a small class. The the coach For gave sure. me all the attention that I needed, and I left there thinking, like, I'm in. I'm signing up Monday. Wow. That's
2: cool. Um, Similar experience to me. Yep. Yep. Just loved it. And that was it. And Rick, what was your experience? How did you, how did you like through, through,
1: through two friends who, Introduced it to me, they found advertisement for CrossFit in a um, off-road biking magazine gotcha. that had done something. Somebody used it as a training methodology, but they were doing it at uh, corporate gyms, oh. and I only had access to a corporate gym, too. So my mm-hmm. first probably year or so, I was trying to figure it out following main site, not dropping weights and not having any of the equipment. So when <laughs> I went hard. into my first CrossFit gym, I was like a kid in the candy store because I was oh, like, wow, look at the rings. Nice. Look at this GHD machine. And nice. I, of course, didn't have technique or anything like that. Yeah. can be argued I still don't. But that – Me I too. Just, I'm right there with you. <laughs> but <laughs> – it was, it, but when you find the right gym and the right community, it makes all the difference in the world. Oh, that's so. Cool. It was. Uh, I guess I I was lucky enough to stick with it during the corporate training in a corporate gym, getting the bad looks from you know the managers and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just you, leave him alone over
2: there. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, do you plan on competing in next year to make the games next year, Rick?
1: Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Good. I'll throw my hat. Yeah, in. yeah. As awesome. we know, every year yeah. you age doesn't get any yeah. easier, but right. Sure. You know, God willing, stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. Jason doesn't age up for another few years. (laughs) Nice. I'm already paying attention to who does age up, but uh, yeah, yeah, let's all throw our hat in the ring and see what happens. Right. How about you? Will you do that?
2: You know, if they, honestly, if they take 20 next year, I'll try. Um, Mm -hmm. but I definitely want to make it again when I turn 60. Mm -hmm. Um, that's my goal. So, not so much next summer, but the year after uh, right. is where my, my heart's set on. Um, I do want to get back there again. Um, I love it and, and still love the sport and love the people in it. Don't yep. plan on changing a thing. So
1: yep. it, it's, uh, it's interesting. We have talked about when you're in the latter couple years of the age bracket, mm-hmm. how does your training change? How does your volume change? I mean, it, mm-hmm. when you realistically... Might have a tougher shot. Mm-hmm. That's when you work on skills and weaknesses and things like that, and you wait till you hit that next stage bracket, and then you really yeah. hit the gas. You know, yeah, hit the gas again. Um, last thing I had for you was uh, I understand from from some of the folks that you you train with um, how neat you are, and that you have put you put everything away. And nobody ever has to pick anything up after you. Um, wow! Who's who's ne- your, who's yeah. feeding
2: you all this stuff, Rick? <laughs>
1: yeah, and that uh, they never have to clean up after you, or they never have to uh, remind you to to put anything uh, in its place, or you never leave anything in the gym, like your phone or anything like that.
2: Oh no, of course not. No, I have a <laughs> cubby hole for for everything I leave in the gym all the time. But you know what? I do. I, I am clean. I do like to clean up after myself. I think I I think it's a privilege to be in a gym. Um, and you know, and I love to help people put their weights away. I just love to serve you know if i'm serving somebody else i'm happier you know so gotcha. so like in madison it's going to be a blast because i'm going to serve kevin three days and i'm going to serve my son for four more and um you know i'm just glad he wants me to stay in the same hotel with him and and uh nice. and, and be around him for this experience i am just i'm i'm honored and but yeah I, I got a real problem with forgetting things guys i need help hey,
0: and
1: need my help. sources
2: will, will will stay nameless how about that <laughs> i i'm going to get There's a couple I could guess from, but yeah, okay. uh, But you know, uh, oh, no doubt about it. God, got such a bad habit of leaving stuff. I'll actually have a couple people go. You got your phone? You got your keys? You got your shoes? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Totally. (laughs) Whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, Pat, thank
1: you. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed the conversation.
2: I think what you guys are doing is brilliant, and I hope you keep doing it. And I enjoy listening to these a lot. They're fantastic, they're insightful. And plus, you get to listen to some, somebody's journey and what got them to CrossFit or what yeah. motivates them. It's always good for me to hear stuff like yeah. that. So thank you. Well, this is the, be, this is the best hour the of
0: our week right here. We get to do this. Rick and I are friends. We. It gives us a chance to talk every week, no matter what. So yeah. you know, we appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, Pat, it was great to get to, to get to see you. And I uh, can't wait to see you at the games.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to root re- you on, too, there. Are you going to be there, Rick? I am not. Okay.
1: Jason doesn't okay. know that yet. Yeah, Jason, I know that, I'll just be extra work. loud,
2: okay? I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fair enough. Jason, I'll be double loud for you. Thank you. I yeah, believe you. Go. I
0: believe you can be three times louder than Rick any day.
2: I, I I can be pretty much I can be pretty loud, so I'll be screaming I'm for you. You'll hear right. me and I'm really proud of you all. for what you're doing and, and I want you to get that number four. Thank
0: you. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go yeah. hard. Good. All right, good thanks, Pat. We'll awesome. talk to you soon.
2: All right, love you guys. Yeah. Appreciate
0: thanks a lot. Appreciate Bye. it. Bye-bye. Take care. Man, what a great interview with Pat. He is just the salt of the earth kind of guy. Um, thanks for getting him on here, Rick. Uh, that was all you. Yep. Uh, what a great guy, right?
1: I, I was not kidding when I said he is generally known as the nicest guy in CrossFit. That was <laughs> that, I, so much, so much to, uh, good time enjoying um, getting to know him a little bit more and having him tell us story and uh, his journey. And I hope, uh hope everybody got a couple of laughs out of it as, as well too.
0: Well, and I, I, we could have talked for another hour. It would have been easy to absolutely continue that dialogue. But we want to be sensitive to time. Um, so with that, let's just jump into our quick picks of the week. Uh, I'm I'm excited to hear yours actually uh, because mm-hmm. I use a product like this, but I want to know what yours is all about. Tell me your pick of the week. Absolutely, uh, mine is my MCT oil powder uh, from Nutra Nutracost,
1: which is I believe an Amazon brand. I could be could be wrong. Uh, but that's where I get it from. Uh, the link will be provided to you uh, in in the show notes. But I mix this with uh, my collagen into my morning coffee. Use my little uh, blender, and it is exactly what I need um, to get going. I I'm not a big fan of a lot of the heavy cream creamers out there. You know all the nut flavors and this that and the other. You know over the years, sometimes black coffee is just better than no coffee. Um, but Uh, this is the MCT MCT oil powder that I found that I enjoy the most. Um, it hits the bright price point. Um, I had been with a competitor, uh, which is heavily sponsors in this, uh, space. So I just have found that, uh, you know, for cost benefit, uh, this uh, MCT oil powder from Nutracost uh, fills uh, what I need, and uh, big proponent of it. Very
0: cool. Well, I use MCT oil powder in my coffee every morning. So uh, I may have to take a look at this. So thank you for uh, sending that one, Rick. My pick of the week uh, this week is the penguin chiller. Uh, I've done a YouTube video on this, and I highly recommend it. It's a chiller for the ice barrel specifically. So, Ice Barrel is a sponsor for the CrossFit Games. Uh, really cool. I'm actually going to be at the Ice Barrel booth on Friday. After I'm done competing, I get to go to that booth and and uh, uh, meet and greet people. That'll be really cool. But uh, the Penguin Cooler is, or the Penguin Chiller, is a industrial water cooler uh, made by guys, I believe they're in Chattanooga. And it's a, it's a U.S. company. Uh, and they've made brackets and outfitted this thing to fit the Ice Barrel perfectly. So uh, actually, the Ice Barrel has a little drain on the bottom of it if you were going to drain the ice barrel, you connect one hose to the drain that goes into the chiller out of the chiller via another tube through a filter and just cascades like a waterfall into the ice barrel. And I just, I just can't imagine. I couldn't imagine that this thing would actually work when they sent it to me, that it would take a hundred gallons in 80 degree ambient temperatures and drop it down to 45 degrees. It could go down to 38. I just keep it at 45. Um, and it gets it there in just a couple of hours and holds it there 100% of the time. So, I've been thoroughly impressed by this thing. Um, I do the cold plunge every single day. Uh, I swear by it, Rick. It is the first thing I get up in the morning. I start my coffee. I plunge for three minutes every single day and I am ready to tackle the world afterwards. Um, And so I've got a link uh, in the notes below. Uh, I will say that it is a sponsor. They're a sponsor uh, for me personally. Uh, They, they provided the unit to me, um, but I've, I haven't seen anything else out there that works as well at all for the Ice Barrel. Um, I know a lot of people have, have used my link to purchase it and have had really good experience. Uh, so I just want to disclose that. it is They are a sponsor, but, um, man, I'm glad they are because I love this thing. So I'll just take that, um, and it's it's been fantastic.
1: We're still making uh, very, very large uh, ice cubes. Uh, <laughs> yes. We've graduated to some silicon trays now. Yep. Yeah, we keep about eight of them in the freezer at the gym. And as long as we remember to refill them, uh, you're floating around with some big, chunky pieces of ice, which will bring the temperature down. Yep. Uh, But it's not the same as going into it in like February or March, where you're having to break (laughs) through the ice. Yeah. Just to get in because ours are kept outside. So I'm curious. I I watched that video. I like the technology of that. Um, We just haven't made made the plunge, no pun intended yet for uh, a chiller
0: well and it's 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 not cheap um the cooler is is just over two thousand dollars the ice barrel itself is like uh eleven twelve hundred dollars um altogether it's cheaper than a plunge which is the bath the big bathtub plunge system Mm -hmm. which has a cooler uh attached to the side of it um so it's people ask me all the time would I prefer the plunge or the barrel I actually like the barrel because I can drop into it I I get into it and it just drops fast I think sliding into a tub would be a little tougher but I don't think that's a big deal but I would rather mm-hmm. have a modular system that is two parts if there's an issue with one part I could still redeem the other part I could still use the ice mm-hmm. barrel if Good this point. chiller didn't work um or I had to have a repair on it or something I haven't had anything like that happen but um I like the system, but it's it's together it's still cheaper than a plunge. Um, but regardless, get yourself cold every day. That's that's my tip of the week. Get cold every day. Really, really cold. Unbelievably cold for a little bit of time. Yeah, it's, it's worth goes, it. Goes that cold shower again. Here we go. <laughs> oh, it's the worst well rick this was this was uh again i'm so glad we had pat on um such a good episode uh we will be continuing to work uh to have additional guests on we have a couple in the pipeline that we're excited uh to have in the future so um stay tuned and uh stay tuned we'll have lots of updates as we progress towards the games of course tons to talk about after the games and um yeah rick well we'll We'll talk to you next week, Rick. Have a great week. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Masters in Motion podcast. If you found this episode to be helpful, we'd be grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our Masters community. Until next time, get bolder, not older.